Hey everybody, welcome back to 9-4 Radio. I am your host, I'm Sarah. I'm the founder of 9-4 Coaching, which is a performance coaching business. And I specialize in movement and nature and mindset. And today I want to talk about mindset. When I first started CrossFit, we did things that I hadn't done since I was a high school athlete. We're talking bear crawls. We're talking uh, hopping over a line. We're talking skipping, um, rolling around, playing tag. Stuff literally I haven't done since I was in high school, At literally at the latest. Uh, a lot of the stuff... You know, sent me back to a time, you know, in Fayette when I was in elementary school playing on very thin carpeting that gives the best rug burns. And in that play, like that was by design. And they <clears throat> when I became a coach there, like that was part of the that was part of the culture is is Providing opportunities to experience things play. Not even things. To experience the kind of play that our athletes hadn't experienced since, since they were kids. And that got me thinking. And that actually, I, I've... Maybe I've just noticed it recently. Um, I, maybe I've just been around you know, around different people recently, and and it's been super evident. But I've noticed that there's such a stark difference between adults and kids. And I was part of it, too. Like, I, I, there was a day where I just decided that I'm not, you know, I'm an adult and I'm not going to do kid things, right? And I'm sure the military had a lot to do with it. Um, And I understand responsibility and I understand, um, you know, kind of a, a, a different standard of standard of behavior. But my question for the, this entire episode is when did we, when did we, like, what day did, did, did we decide that we were going to, to do that? And what are the ramifications? Like, what, like, what's the second and third order effect of not doing something because I'm an adult, right? You even, like, lower, like, I found myself lowering my voice, like, well, I'm an adult. I'm not going to do that. Right. And that's, I get it. Like, yeah. There comes a day when you, you have responsibilities and, and in those sectors of your life, obviously your standards of behavior are going to change, but why is it a wholesale identity shift? I look at, I, I, I do, like, I, I look at, uh, I look at soldiers, 
especially now that I'm, I'm retired. Um, I think it's common to, to wonder, you know, to, to, um, strive for searching for a legacy, especially like in, in this sector of my life. And I'm, I'm still, still looking for that. Um, and I think that's, I, I, that's real. And I, so I look at soldiers and I would say a, a tremendous amount of like the best parts of their service are dampened a little bit. I look at my service. The best parts of my, the best parts of me serving as a soldier were tainted, were not even not tainted, but they were they weren't as good as they could have been because I was trying to to have like wholesale change in my behavior, my standards of practice and that affected the way that I led people, that affected the way that I showed up, that affected the way that I worked with people, um, that didn't have to be. It didn't. And that's not to say that, like, you just, I completely lose all of my military bearing and, and, and go, you know, go play around wherever. No, oh, there's a time and a place, though. There's, like, kid-like enthusiasm and problem-solving, like, really flexible problem-solving that that can occur that we're like shut off because one day I just decided that I'm an adult and I'm not going to do kid things and then all of a sudden like my relationship with movement changed right because I'm not moving to like move and have fun like I was a track athlete I golfed I played basketball for hours just with nobody or you know going down to the courts and just playing pickup games, right? I stopped doing that. And I got really stuffy, right? Like I, I, I did. I took a lot of pride in being a soldier. That's, that's not a bad thing. I took it, in my opinion, like in retrospect, I took it to a pretty extreme part of the, like part of the spectrum though, right? Like I was so proud of what I was as a soldier, that it took all the fun out of being a human being. And I, I don't think that, I don't think that was the intended uh, outcome. I don't think that is the intended outcome of service. I don't think it has to be. And so thinking about legacy and thinking about, you know, just being around different people. I wanted to really pose the question to my listening audience. When did we stop? When do we stop being a kid? When do we stop having fun? When do we stop looking at movement as something that was accessible, something that we could do, right? Um, in, in some ways, I... 
I wonder if like we all just became self-aware one day, you know, maybe I've completely blocked it out, but like maybe one day I just got like chewed out for not adhering to some sort of protocol, right? Like maybe that's how I learned it. I just don't remember. That would make sense. You know, so the fun police come in and I get chewed out and all of a sudden, well, that's not me. I don't want to, I don't want to experience that anymore. Like, I don't want to be the other. I don't want to be different. I don't want to get chewed out. So I'm going to adhere to whatever standards of practice were around me at the time. That's entirely possible. It was probably overcorrecting in retrospect. And, and the nice thing is that it wasn't forever, you know, it was for a big chunk of my adult life, but like, I have a lot of fun now. I move around and I, uh, I take things less seriously and I'm still me. And I approach opportunities from a place of curiosity. And that it's not too late. And those are the two concepts that I really want to drive home today. Is it, it's not, it's never too late. I, I just read an article about a 70-year-old woman who, or a, She's older than 70. A woman who started strength training at 70 years old. I could literally sit on my couch and eat Doritos for 30 years. 29 years and still have started earlier in my life than this woman. And I will tell you what about this woman. She is not going to die her last days in a home as long as she continues to to move right i'm not saying go out and become a power lifter i'm saying develop a better more full more engaged relationship with movement getting up off the couch you know like this and this is what happens we become adults right this this one day we become adults and we got to do adult things And then, like, this resentment just builds up. And I saw it in myself when I was in my late 20s. And, yeah, for sure my late 20s, maybe into my 30s, I started developing a better relationship with movements then. But, I I mean, I was probably the world's oldest 28-year-old. Because I just had, like, the the entire world was on my shoulders. No one was going to work harder than me. I was the... I was the hardest worker and I was the most serious and I got the most done, right? That was in my mind. I don't know what reality actually was, but that was, there was no harder charger than me. And I was the least happy. I was the most out of shape. And I had the, le- the least amount of fun. And it was all driven off of that idea about myself. And I made that choice. 
I made that choice that I'm an adult. I don't do those kinds of things. I don't have fun. Kids have fun. I'm not a kid. I'm a leader, right? And it's dangerous. And I, and I tell you that story about myself because it's a dangerous mindset to adopt. Because we're always changing as human beings. We're always changing. And the moment we decide that we have it all figured out and this, and this is our route, this is our unwavering route, that's when we stop growing. And when we stop growing, we stop changing. And so, if you look at your life, if we look at our lives, and we don't like what we, where we are right now, something has to change. Because if nothing changes, then nothing changes. If you, if you take a 30,000 foot view of your life and you love every part of it, stay on that path. If you get that 30,000 foot view of your life and you don't like the way that you feel, you don't like the way that you look, you don't like the fact that you can't wear the certain pants that you bought and you only wore one time and they were kind of tight when you bought them, but you were going to lose weight, but you didn't and now you feel like garbage, something's got to change. If you go to work and your back hurts when you leave every day, something's got to change. And it can. It can change. But you got to know. You got to know that it can, right? When I was... I, I don't know. I, I, I would imagine that... The military has a, uh, an amazing way to like create these what, what I've heard uh, called as like blank slate moments, right? When everything gets washed away and you get to start over again from, from like an outward circumstance. Like I didn't have to cultivate any of that. And the military does that really well with mobilizations. And I would say that going to Kosovo when I was 29 into 30... I believe that to be my blank slate moment and, and, and I got to develop a new relationship with movement. Not everybody gets that. Not everybody gets to have this life-altering event happen that they can just kind of clip on and ride the coattails of. A lot of people have to generate that and that takes a lot of energy and I will tell you that it's worth it. Every time. Making that call to get a coach. Starting that new training program. Calling that gym. Those are your blank slate moments. And if you want change, you got to make them. 
it's not easy. It's never easy to do, right? Discovering, you know, what you actually want and then integrating that into your life. Like that's never, none of that's easy. It's worth it though. I can't imagine, like, just continuing to like go back to my, my story. I can't imagine the back pain that I would be living with right now. The, like, my outward appearance, uh, the size clothes I'd be wearing, the scowl on my face that I would have permanently on, like, the tightness in my shoulders from, like, literally feeling like the weight of my world was on, you know, the weight of the world was on my shoulders. I can't imagine how... 10 years of compounding that that feeling would have would have had on me as a 40-year-old and I don't have to it wasn't easy like not every day was sunshine and rainbows especially when I was first starting out in in CrossFit it was humbling every day Until it wasn't. Until one day, everything was... Not everything would look. Not everything is ever easy. But one day, something that was incredibly difficult became... Like, I realized I realized I had done it after I did it. These subtle 1% getting better. These subtle shifts. They just happen. And they happen when you change one thing. And that one thing leads to another change. That one thing leads to another change. That's how this all works. So. We all have choices. And if you love. Love. Your day to day. And you love where you work. And you love what you're doing. And you just like. Love what's going on. God, ride that. Continue that. That's the goal. That's the dream. You are literally living the dream. Continue that because that's real. If you don't, though, if there's something that's like, if there's something that you have to put a face on to like, this is fine. This is, this is good enough. This is what I deserve. You got to sit with that. And you got to know it doesn't have to be like that. And even if the thought of changing is like super overwhelming, just know that you can. Start there. Start by knowing that you can. And you tell yourself every day, it doesn't have to be like this forever. Even if, it's, even if you're making the conscious choice, you know what? Not today, but it doesn't have to be like this forever. Just that is enough because eventually that persistence and consistency that is going to lead into the day where you, where you're done. So, with that, do a good assessment. Tell yourself it doesn't have to be like this all day every day. And then start making those changes. Start where it feels good. And then take that win 
and move on to the next. We'll catch you next time. Thanks.